G'day everyone, welcome back to the Montauk Podcast. You're here with your host Ryan and today we've got Dylan Teeley. How are you mate? Hey, good brother, how are you? Yeah, doing very well. That's good man. Um, how's things been? Oh, can't complain, you know, ticking, ticking boxes, bought a car today, you yeah. know, all the small things. Yeah, you got to appreciate the, um, the those things in life eh, when they come, especially, you know, yeah. just bring it back yeah. to the presence. Mm, no, 100%. Yeah, man. Well, one of the big purposes behind why I wanted to speak to you today on this podcast is because you're an author of one of the best books that I've seen in a long time. Like, I'm not even just saying that because I know you. Like, it's actually legit, man. Like, it's so powerful. So I want to speak to you more about yourself, um, just a bit of a story about you, then we can roll into, you know, the purpose behind the book and your why. Then we'll yeah. um, talk about the book itself as well. Yeah, thank you. Uh, first, of, uh, yeah, thank you for the compliment on the book. It's um, yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely an amazing idea. Um, that it just came to mind. It, just, it certainly just came to mind one day, and um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make this. I'm just gonna make this happen. And then all of a sudden, it started happening. But I'll, I'll dive into that a little bit later. But um, yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I've always been like a innovative can't stop still um, type of person um, yeah ever since I, you know ever since I was like younger um, how far back I'm gonna go uh, so basically left school when went into being a chippy did that for about eight months left that um, went into hospitality did my cert three signed that off in 14 months um, mm. so got, got that one out the way. And then from there, went into PT, did my PT through AIF and then um, like just did a bit of my own training, got into, started working for F45, then went off to own my own PLC in South Australia. Mm. Um, so owned that one, sold my shares, got out of that, came up to Queensland, was just a manager for a PLC up here and then, um, and then got out of it and became a mentor um diving people into helping people with purpose uh, mindset values masculine and feminine energy dived a lot into all of those things um from there um from there i yeah then basically when working a little bit in the mines and now i'm where i am now i'm uh, a customer support and affiliate uh, manager for a guy that has a few uh, a few brands which is mm. uh, yeah a job I absolutely love a, yeah. amazing yeah I, could, I couldn't complain about him that's awesome bro you've um bring it back a few years like you're talking about there like it seems like a lot of the work you've done links back to and want to help and support people yeah it's everything it's it's, it's funny you say that like i i always end up doing something in what I kind of um, sometimes in a way it's like what I needed at the time and not necessarily what I wanted yeah. um, like when I got into the chippy side of things it kind of built me a backbone a little bit mm. um, you know and then from the hospitality it taught me communication skills and then you know PT obviously health and fitness um, and that's when I really went a lot into the mindset um, that's when I started doing a lot of work with um you know, like Mojo Master, Dr. Bitti Martini, Cohen Ray. Um, mm. That was at, around that time. Um, 
and then yeah like every single every single little thing it i, I kind of just fell into it um not well, obviously like I, i've always stuck by that motto um if you don't like something change it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's why i've gone through so many things but um yeah uh, every single little career has just led up to the next step um whether, whether i do it or not um which has been epic yeah, it sounds like you said that earlier about how you can't just settle, like you like going to do things and be spontaneous. That's so true because it's good to have that trait because like you said, you're not just happy just doing the one thing over and over again in terms of work. You actually want to go out there and see what fulfills you in the moment. But sometimes we can get stuck of stuff that fulfilled us two years ago, but we still can find ourselves stuck in this certain thing. But it's good to see you can actually identify that, recognize it, and then do what's best for you and trying to find that next thing. Yeah, I think it's because I've always just been conscious of how I feel. Um, I don't push things under the rug. If there's something that's on my mind, I kind of address it quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've always been like that. And I've just, uh, yeah, like when I was younger, it didn't make sense. I'm like, if you don't like something, why do it? And it just didn't make mm. sense why people continued on. You know, the older I get, you know, when people start to get a lot more responsibilities, you can understand why, um, yeah. why people fall into that trap of uh, like either living for the paycheck or living for other people. Um, but you know, it, it always comes back down to if you don't, if if uh, if you don't change, nothing changes. So mm. uh, you know, and I've always stuck by that quote too, where it's um, uh, you know, being happy is hard, but being sad is hard. So choose your heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's no, so true. Like, yeah. It's it's just it's just that scenario where everything can be difficult and everything can be easy. It's the way how you really choose to go about it. I love that, Brad. That's such a good message to put out there for men as well. Because us as men, a lot of them can actually feel like they have to stay still in a certain situation, just you know, just to pull the bootstraps up and get on with it. But if you to actually be open and say, you know, you can have these honest conversations with yourself, with other people actually want to bring change into your life i think that'll empower a lot of people having that message yeah um especially with men um this is what i learned especially diving into a lot of masculine feminine energy um you know like there a lot of a lot of these people are trying to get men to open up and just and just talk but that's a feminine trait but masculine still need that driving factor and still that action to go about anything or else they they're just stuck in their rut and they feel like if they're talking about it that's their justification around it yeah so like one addressing it and obviously addressing it and understanding how you're feeling but men just yeah they really do just need that direction and drive straight into like doing something whether it's something at all um and the biggest killer especially with masculine or men uh, essentially is doing nothing, you know, mm. like doing nothing is just we're, we're not like we're naturally, even if you go back to caveman times or whatever, like we, we hunt, like we hunt, we yeah. go out, we, we provide, like that's just naturally what we do. Um, it's epic that, you know, the time that we live in now, it, it's, it's a 50, 50 on both male and female. That's what I love about this, this world. Right. Yeah. But, when a male feels so suppressed, they're generally doing nothing, you know, and that's why it's kind of suggest suggested just do something because doing something will make you realize if you like it or you don't like it. And all of a sudden now you've got feedback and now you've got direction. 
hundred percent. And it's also like, you can help people get like that light ignited back in their belly. Like I was reading this, actually, actually I was having a conversation, this podcast with a dude called Chris, he was talking about um, if someone's overweight and they're looking in the mirror, telling themselves bad things are never going to change. But they look in the mirror and start telling themselves like, fuck, i got to get out of this. And start getting a fire in their belly, a bit of anger behind it, but just step into a masculine, a real change will come behind that because now that person has more of a purpose and more of a drive. And I think it's mm-hmm. important to you know pinpoint that having masculine energy is so important, especially for women too. And then also how important this for feminine energy and to actually have the balance of the two and being able to step in each one because we need that masculine for drive and go, go, but we need that feminine to actually sit back and reflect and feel through how we feel and work through things. So so important. I think we're in a good time too in this day and age where conversations like this are happening and more people are open to actually discovering more about themselves. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. Um, And a really good analogy I like to use is, um, you know, a like if you kind of use the example as like a river, right? A river is a river without walls is just is an ocean and it's lost. Mm. But then, but then a ocean like without the wall, like with like with the walls, but with no water, there's no flow, right? Mm. So you need that balance of flow and structure that is it'll it'll help you get to the end of the destination you know and the real and a really good balance around it all is you know like if you're if, if it's still too much if it's too much force and it's over overpowering the flow well then you're just going to be sporadic and go everywhere mm. but then not enough drive and you're just gonna dry up and then you're not gonna have that creativity or that flow either so it's just working on the balance like and the thing is People think that, you know, you can get this perfect, perfect synchrony or whatever. Mm. But in reality, um, like balance or perfect is it's enlightening. Yes, but it's also senseless. And it's also, yeah. um, it's nothing when you actually, if you balance, even if you go into chemistry, if you balance out a negative and a positive, it turns into nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you can have that enlightenment if you balance out anything. So if we're diving into emotions or anything like that. So if, even if you balance it out, yeah, you could have a minute to maybe seven minutes or even half an hour of, of absolute nothingness where, you know, you just go blank and you go all white and you just like, you go numb, but then eventually you will come out of that. And then you go back to like back to unbalance. So it's noticing that you don't want to be so volatile where you're like a roller coaster going all the way up and down, but the more you can stay as steady and balanced uh, and going through that, you'll be a lot, one less emotional two, way more intelligent. But what do you do to help you throughout all of this in life? Well, the, the a biggest thing that I really um, like, especially I've recently come into um, lately is really addressing the emotions like for example if i like i used to kind of feel angry and i used to be like i used to like oh yeah like i can i know that i'm angry and i would kind of like yeah cool like i I can i can i'm addressing it and what whatever but it was still in me and a a really good tool i actually use is just one huge massive yell Mm. um and actually just scream it out and then all of a sudden it's like oh nothing like I'm not prolonging it. I just, I just get it all out. You it's know, release. Yeah, like, and, and that's what it is. Like, if you if you store hot energy in a glass for too long, it's going to pop. 
right? Yeah, so, it's going to crack. Yeah. yeah, we're no different. So, yeah, like if I, if, if, if I need to cry, I'll cry. Like, and I'll have a really good cry and just get it, get it all out. Or if, if I need to, if I need to yell because I'm angry, I do the biggest, like, I just do the biggest yell in the, in the strongest term, like, in term and it's all out. And um, I find that that really helps. And then that it all of a sudden just calms me and I go, okay, cool. What is the actual biggest issue? Mm, I love that because you're not suppressing it too. Because when you suppress it, that's when a domino effect can happen with so many other things that will fall in your life. But as soon as you release that, like the weight off your shoulders and especially with crying as well, like when you, after you cry, rational thinking starts coming to your mind, like almost immediately. That's mm. why we shouldn't shame away from crying because we're going to find answers once we release that emotion. But if that emotion is blocked within us, we can't think straight. Exactly. Well, I, I, you know, I couldn't agree more. And, um, you know, like sometimes you end up thinking, uh, do I need to cry? And, you know, thinking it's not going to solve anything or whatever. They may not. Um, but when you, when you kind of just address how you're feeling, and allow yourself to feel it and then hold yourself accountable to get out of it mm. uh, while actually addressing the issue and then solving that issue. Um, that's where, that's where one, the growth is. And then the other thing is, well, it, it's clearly not a huge issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's no shame in it at all. <clears throat> no, like no. never. No. So what, um, would like, do you read any books or anything which like would inspire you to want to start creating or becoming an author? Like, are you much of a reader? Uh, yeah, so I don't like the funny thing is, is like all through my high school, primary school, I just, you know, I, I wanted nothing to do with books. Um, yeah. The older the older I got, you know, I started getting a little bit more into audible, like audible, like those audio books and everything like that. But um, yeah, like I, I have read a little bit, but with what I had created, it's a coloring in book plus like a um, affirmation, like tracing type, mm. type book, right? So it's it's really simple yet, you know, or I had a lot of questions like, oh, like, uh, is is this animal courageous? Is this animal, um, is this animal beautiful? Are you sure? And the whole idea of it is to question the norm. Mm. Why can't, why can't this, butterf- this butterfly be, um, you know, brave? And then why can't this, um, you know, this rhino be beautiful? Like mm. the whole idea around it is to challenge the norm and allow you to like completely be creative in your own sense, right? So essentially it's like it's allowing kids to flow through their whole um, their whole creativeness because at the end of the day they've got no boundaries at the moment. You know, they're going to they're gonna be taught boundaries. They're going to be taught what they can and can't do um but if they're if if we're creating the the foundation of um you know their thought process obviously with the affirmations and then coloring in um you know powerful and beautiful animals as well as the last one is actually a king or a queen so then mm. they're reaffirming that they're a king or they're going to be a queen they're, they're built they're, they're starting to create their um you know their um uh, their empire with yeah within them and they can't and they can't create an empire if they don't have the foundations within themselves right so um essentially it's just a little bit from what i love like with animals and like all the affirmations and everything like that i'm just kind of throwing it all into one so it you can almost say the book is just a direct reflection um of me but it's more to inspire 
inspire little kids to kind of understand and start to ask them the questions, you know, now they're going to be asking the questions. What does beautiful mean? What does, uh, what does forgiveness mean? What does um, strong mean? You know, mm. instead of you know, the jumping on an iPad and all of a sudden, you know, at, it can be, it, it's only filtered by so much, you know, all of yeah. a sudden they click, on, they click on an ad and all of a sudden it's like, Hey, what does depressed mean? What does this word mean? Like, what's mm. this mean? Like kids are just absorbing. Yeah, um, actually. You know, and I think it's what the years between zero and seven is like, they just take everything in like it's like mm. no tomorrow. Yeah, it's and, the face um, of brainwave state. Exactly. You know, and they don't, nothing, nothing is wrong or right or anything at the moment. They're just absorbing every, everything and learning. Um, so choose, yeah, choose the foundations that you want to build. I love that, bro. Like to have kids be able to, create their own creativity and their own beliefs and just like explore as they would just being children, you know, because a lot of things that can happen in that age is where a lot of our conditioned beliefs can come from because we're told this is wrong, this is right. And then if we do this thing, we get in trouble. We do this thing, we get rewarded. So a lot of our conditioned limits and beliefs can come from these times and we're getting told from the people above us like this is wrong or this is right. But to actually have kids to be able to free flow through their own mind make decisions for themselves, let them do whatever they want will be a powerful thing. I think that will take them into the future, you know, like it'll keep that creativity, but also free flowing in their mind and also trust in their own judgment and own instinct too. So I think a lot of people can feel misguided. And then when they start losing that inner sense of self, they can feel lost. So if they mm -hmm. can find that at a young age, bro, just by being creative, I think that's a powerful tool. 100%. And you know, and the whole idea of it is, is they're not meant to know what they're going to be doing or, you know, they're not meant to be um, feeling a certain way or anything like that. All they're affirming is how they feel about themselves, you know, knowing that they've got their back in any decision that they do move growing forward. And like you were saying, like they are also are, they're also going to be our future, you know, like mm. I want to make sure that as well that I'm in good hands when I'm older, because at the end of the day, like I can't control anything externally. I can only control how I react to everything. Right. So yeah. I want to make sure that no matter what, I can still do what I can now to still make a better tomorrow. Mm, that's important too. Cause like, what was the, like for yourself, what was the importance of the affirmations in the book or in the books? Well, when I was about 18 nine uh would it be about 19 20 um i that's when i started getting into affirmations and every single day on my way to the gym i would i had this whole list and i would say it like hot consistently like every single in order to the point where i didn't need the list and i could do them in my head and i was just saying it every single morning like that was the first thing i did when i first woke up um and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm starting to speak a little bit better in front of the camera. You know, I'm filming a little bit better. It's not taking me six, you know, it's not taking me six hours to do one scene. You know, um, I'm being a lot more confident within my training. I'm, I'm getting a little bit more confident in my finances. I'm getting confident in the way that I negotiate. Like every single little thing happens because I'm just, I'm, it's my thought process of, of what I'm telling myself, you know, mm. like I can even tell myself that I'm abundant or I can tell myself that, Oh, you can't do that because you're poor. Like mm. something's going to have a positive and negative effect. Obviously you've got your bullshit meter. You can't go be going, telling yourself that I am a millionaire because you, you, you're naturally just going to go, well, you're not, 
Yeah. Right. However, the way, and it's so important the way how you word things. Um, that's, yeah, that's a whole nother story. But um, the re- like the way that I, I, was, I was thinking, like I, I was doing that to start my day. Imagine if you could start that starting your life. Mm. Right. So imagine the power, imagine the power and the, uh, and the impact that it can have if you were conditioning yourself that from a young age. And no matter what, even when you're going through primary school, knowing like you're going through whatever, you know, you're going through, you know, a challenge back then would be like doing your, your timetables or whatever. But telling yourself, I can't do this, or, uh, you know, like I am out, like I'm smart enough to be able to learn it, yeah. is going to be like the impact yeah. around how you're going to solve the issue is going to be way different. Mm, it's so more powerful too, especially for kids to do this because. Obviously, us as adults, we only experience the fate of brainwave state at like a nighttime and mornings the most um, most frequently. But kids from the day they're born to age of seven, that's like the predominant um, brainwave state that they're in to actually implement these affirmations and then grow up with these self-love and confidence and acceptance and stuff like that. And I was looking through to the book. I love how you write like, um, for example, I am amazing. And then you get them to write out themselves as well, rather than just like coloring in, I am amazing. Like they actually spell it out and say it. Yeah. Like mm. it's, 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 so it's got like the actual saying and then it's got a dotted line to where you can trace it. And then yeah, 100%, like you start doing it yourself and it gives you the opportunity to write it your way. Like mm. that's, that's also a secret message within it um, is because it's like the way how you write it, is the way how you wrote it. It's not wrong. It's not right. It's the yeah. way that you do it, right? Um, that's what a little bit around me, like I, I could dive into like the schooling system and everything like that. But mm. like the one thing I just, especially when it comes to creativity, like especially when it comes to schooling, it's like, oh, right, we're doing this creative piece. This is this, this is this. A child does it and it goes, no, you're wrong. It's like, mm. how can how can anyone say creative like creativity is wrong? Yeah, you know we're we're living in a world and we're moving into a new step of where creativity is so important and you've got to be unique to be creative. Yet we're being taught the same way and created the same way. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, yeah, like, so it's not um it's not fitted for each individual. It's just a system, and rather you come through the system and pass it, or if you don't, you get the boot. That's what happened mm-hmm. to me. I didn't like, I loved doing English and like IT and stuff, but I hated doing maths and science at the time. And like, that was one of the things why I got expelled from school because I wouldn't do the work, but it wasn't deemed as like um, the right thing to do. So they gave me the boot. And even like, um, I had like a fear of public speaking in school. So I wouldn't like speak me assignments in front of people. So I saw failing all my classes because I wouldn't do it. And then like, there's no system built around that but like you said before we could go on the big spiral on this but <laughs> yeah 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 but and um, that's the thing that's yeah. the thing too like they like just touching base on that like public speaking is a skill that you need to learn mm. but they're, yes. not, they're not they're not teaching you the skill they're expecting you to do it and then shaming you for not doing it exactly right that's exactly it they're not teaching the skills to do it they just yeah they shame you for not doing it 100 mm. Yeah, so it's not like we're getting up there and just talking in general or just learning to talk. Um, you know, we well, the, the other thing too is we're taught that if we say, I don't know, um, they'll give me the answer. Yeah, 
then we start to condition ourselves that I don't know means I don't uh, like I don't care, and that's when like and that's people's automatic like automatic um, response is when people say I don't know, they just mean I don't want to think about it. Like I I I I don't want to think about it, and that's what we're conditioning ourselves because when we're young, we'll put up our hands, we'll say something, and they're like, no, that's wrong. All of a sudden, maybe one or two people laugh, or who knows what happens. All of a sudden. Yeah like that things like that without even realizing like start like you know like you've got little t and big t trauma um people think you know like trauma is just seeing i, I don't know i'm just being a bullpuck like seeing someone get shot or yeah uh, or rape or whatever like you know but it's, it's not true like tr- little trauma is to the point where um you did something tiny wrong and you got told off for it or to the point you got yelled at or you got um you know you made you you made a mistake and you got guilt like you got guilted for it for making a mistake or something like that that's class as trauma um yeah but yeah like that's a that's a whole nother yeah thing to do. but that's where a lot of insecurities can stem from as well like when i go back before and i was talking about school and um couldn't publicly speak. Like I got told I'd never do a job where I'm speaking. I'd never have a job where I'm communicating and stuff like that. And I believed that for so long. And then I then started to believe I had social anxiety. Like it just became like more of a domino effect of things sparring down because I kept feeding into that negative limiting belief. But once I realized that you can actually make a change within yourself, you can decide right now to be like, no, I am not defined by how others see me. I'm defined how I see myself and how I want to present myself to this world. Then once you start like reprogramming your mind, like you said, with affirmations, like people think affirmations can be like a big cliche thing, but it's actually so important because you reprogram your subconscious mind because our subconscious mind takes on 95% of our life. So if you start imprinting, you know, if you struggle with confidence, like I am confident, I am confident, you will see the result in about six months time. You'll just start seeing gradually like, oh, well, I'm showing up in this area of life better. I'm showing up in this area of life better. And you'll just see growth within yourself. Mm. and it's it's such a powerful point that you put there too especially just we as as human beings we need a label to make ourselves feel better mm. right um yeah we need like we it's it's very it's it's interesting um because when i was a lot in my mentoring stages i actually helped a lot of people overcome like anxiety and help get off of medication and everything like that um and the biggest thing what I noticed out of every single every single person is they would um they would tell like that that um I can't think of the word right now I it's they would introduce themselves or yeah. introduce the fact that they have anxiety so every single time that they're saying it they they're affirming that they have anxiety so then how are they ever going to solve the issue of having anxiety when they're always telling themselves that they always have it yeah right so the first thing is it's like obviously with when it comes to a label everything is just a label because for some reason we need to know what is wrong with us so then we feel better so we can fit in better Mm. right um and that is that's where the biggest flaw is is the fact that we need to go to a doctor to say that we have social anxiety or anxiety or depression or anything like that right and well like i'll just go into it but like the 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 term of depression is depressed right you're depressing who you truly are yeah right so it's like okay 
um, who, who are you truly pressing down and why are you not being your authentic self? And that's, that's that thing. Anxiety or social anxiety is like, I, I would always ask someone, oh, do you, get, do you get anxiety when you're with your family? No. Do you have anxiety with this? No. So it's like, you don't have social anxiety. You just, your body is just naturally trying to get you out mm. of that scenario or that setting. So it's like, it, it essentially is that anxiety is a fear of the past happening again in the future. So you're yeah. not present. Yeah. Well, like <clears throat> so it's so important about how you label yourself and how you introduce yourself, but also how you speak to yourself as well. Because um, I think, you know, I'm a youth worker. So I work with a lot of young people and um, <clears throat> I always encourage songwriting, but you songwriting as a way to help expand your language and the way you speak, but also about yourself as well. Because the language we use on a day-to-day basis is what we are programmed our mind to believe. So, you know, like if you just say, oh, I've always been this way, I'm going to continue to be this way. You know what? You're going to continue to be that way. You're not going to change. And also, this is a bit off topic to what I'm talking about, but it'll eventually link in. Like when I was a drug addict and become sober, you got to focus on the journey that it takes to get to where you want to go to as well, because we can always have an outcome in life that we want to achieve and we stop focusing on the journey, but we never attain the outcome because we can't be pleased in the present. So when I become sober off drugs, I wouldn't have become sober if I just said, um, I'm going to quit drugs, but never actually enjoyed or looked at what I'm doing now because everything that I did in the present moment that got me to being sober was what built me to stay sober because it built the resilience, it built the discipline. Then also you learn so much more about yourself and then you can reflect on those things once you understand them. And then you can also affirm that within yourself. Mm, 100%. And you you need to have a stronger reason of overcoming it than you mm. will quitting. Like that's why so many people still like most of the time will still smoke after a certain amount of time because their reason, like they haven't stacked the benefits or disadvantages around smoking and overcoming it all. You know, like, so subconsciously they will have more benefits of just smoking and they'll have more benefits of not, they'll have more benefits of not quitting than they will have benefits of quitting and not smoking. And that's the way how they will just see it. As soon as you break that cycle and you see more benefits in the other way, like you, you physically won't need to go back to it because you, you've stacked why you don't need to and mm. you've seen, and you can see why it's it's not, right? So until you've got that clear reasoning of why you are trying to stop a habit, because essentially a habit is just this, like your synapses within your brain, like just automatically firing without even realizing, you know, the mm. head's law. So until you can solve and trick your brain to, well, not, not even trick, like until you build the foundations and making sure that you can see clearly on what you're trying to transition out, you will always automatically go back to what you what you're naturally see more benefit in. 100% and it's never you're never too deep in this shit to build a foundation you can still never. build that foundation you just, once the foundation is there you just build on top of that mm. Mm. the hardest thing is just identifying it yeah identifying actually um, surrendering to knowing that you have an issue mm. yeah. because I, identifying it's the hardest part solving it's easy doing mm. the you just do the work it's just the same thing every single day but yeah. people don't want people don't want help people don't want change so mm. That's why um, 
Oh yeah, like people like people don't want to help themselves, and if they truly did, they would hold themselves accountable and do it to someone else. But they don't want to be held accountable because they don't want to be told they're wrong, and then that's it's a it's a loop of to end mm. up back to where they are. So yeah, sometimes people don't need the support; people need to be challenged. Challenge, yeah, and take accountability for their actions and what they're doing. Hundred percent. So um, bring it back to the book. Why and but why Emporium? Like, what was the idea behind the name of the books? Uh, well, essentially, DT is my initials, yeah, and Emporium. Uh, Emporium is just the uh, the local um, like it just it just means that like a, a fancy term for a store, essentially, um, mm-hmm. having everything in one spot, right? So, it, this is very 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 short term compared to the long term vision that I have with that. Um, however, every, like, even if you go into my store, the first thing that pops up is inspired looks good on you, right? Mm. So essentially everything that's going to be a part of that is going to be some sort of way that inspires you. Um, because I always believe that you should always, well, shopping to actually what makes you feel good, not to what a, 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 like a price tag or anything looks like, because if you're looking at, if you're always consistently looking at what the price is before how something makes you feel, mm. that's how you that's how you're always going to live life. But yeah. if you if you if you shop the way how you like how it makes you feel, then you know you're on the right track. Because you know if you if you shop and you feel inspired in the clothes you wear or the items that you're surrounded by, you're naturally you're naturally going to do more and you're naturally going to be in a sense of like looking at everything at a positive state, right? So. Mm. Um, if you can, if you shop by the way that you're like, if, if you, if you shop by the way that inspires you, I a hundred percent believe, and this is my belief at the end of the day, this is my projection, but yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you, if you shop by the way, how, you, how it makes you feel, not just, not just by like a quick fix of like just shopping because you need to go shopping because you're distracted yeah. or whatever. But if you actually put it on and you feel good and you look good and your, your energy radiates you're gonna you're going to attract that into you as well 100 mm. like people people say i'm crazy because i get a haircut every single saturday and like how can you get a haircut every week but the way i see it is the way you just said it just then it's like the value it brings me like it brings me more confidence makes me feel more comfortable than myself like the value it gives me is a lot more than the price i pay for it so shout out to hazy fades you're the best brother <laughs> oh, shout out but 100 like yeah. it's like everyone knows like look at when girls get their head on on the first day compared to when they need one like yeah. it, the, the energy is completely different when males get a haircut compared to when they they need one like it's so different like you know like especially like when you're younger and you're dressing up and you you know you shag you get your hair done like you feel good you're about to go peacock and essentially like essentially right yeah so you want to go out there and attract or be good and feel good mm. um and yeah, and that's your and that's you doing your best to look good, like or um, you know, like for example, if you're just an inside person, you love gaming and stuff like that. Like you have all your inspired things. Like for me, I've got even like even now I've got all my Dragon Ball Z stuff. I've got all my I've got all my superhero stuff because things like that inspire me. You know, like yeah. I look at that stuff and I'm like, how can I be a hero within myself? Mm, you know, that's it, eh? Because we can all always look for someone to save us, but once we look within, we realize we are our own hero exactly right 100 percent. that's something that i've always i've just loved is no matter what anyone can be their hero mm. and that's that tells back to your book as well i'm excited to see 
what else you come up with in the future too, man. Yeah, no, I've, I've got a few ideas. Um, they're, they're all ideas, but obviously, like, uh, I'll, once I put, put them into place, be able to put them into fruition and put, turn them into an action plan. But, um, yeah, like, ideally, like, there's going to be books and then, um, uh, yeah, like, obviously, the important going to have items and stuff like that too that, you know, we're obviously also in a world of um, home living and home working. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'll be looking at doing doing a lot of things. Wicked bro, where can everyone um, find your book set? Uh, yeah, so dtemporium.com is where, where it's all at um, or dtemporium on Instagram or you can even probably jump on my own Instagram, Dylan Teeley, and you'll be able to find it there. Yeah, wicked. I'll also um, link everything in in the bio for the episode too. Um, oh, do, you have, do you have any other words you'd like to put out there to the world? Um, just do it just thought yeah like what like what, at the end of the day like uh every, everything is an idea until you've until you've got a plan to action it so um yeah choose choose but like always do what you love and um learn to monetize it after hmm. wicked well thank you bro i appreciate you ah pleasure i've uh i've, I've enjoyed it uh wicked well i'll leave everything in the bio um make sure you go check it out it's amazing stuff and I'll speak to you all later. Cheers.